Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast, where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I'm Karen Conrad and I just appreciate you joining us each and every week. We are so blessed by you, uh, as Becky calls it, our Wealth Builders family. Um, I really feel that God has called us all to be together. We're hearing the sound in the spirit, as Billy says, and uh, we are positioned to take that financial mountain and we are positioned to build generational wealth for the purposes of the kingdom. And today I'm talking about really our favorite way to build wealth, which is real estate. We've got such great coaches on our team. We have Frank Pulley, Bill Bronchek, and Mike Davis. And recently we did a quick start, which is where the new Wealth Builders coaching clients come together for a day. Billy and Becky are there and Billy gives us great insight into the market and uh, they pray over us, which is amazing. And we give a little insight into that group as to what we're seeing in the market. And so Frank Pulley pulled this information together and we all uh, presented it and shared it. So I'm going to be sharing this with you. So a little inside information here. And the question that we're going to be answering today is, is this the right real estate market to buy in? And the initial answer is, it depends. <laughs> we laugh when we hear that because Bill Bronchek always gives that. He said, this is the lawyer answer. It depends, but it really does. Real estate is a local market. It's There are some things that happen certainly at a national level and even a global level with interest rates, for example, it has an impact. But each individual market, local market is different. So that's why we say it really depends. But in general, I'm going to give you some information here that are signs to a softening market because we're definitely seeing uh, some softening markets, but they're softening in different ways depending on the market. So we do believe that the market will continue to soften over the next few months, mainly driven, of course, by financing. Um, and you will have to be aware of what makes up a solid deal by educating yourself, which is why you are listening to this podcast, which is great. Many investors will choose to sit out in the next six to 18 months, which is really an opportunity for you and for me. When we coach people in the coaching group, we actually help them analyze individual deals. That's one of the things that when people join, um, we're able to commit that time to them to run all the numbers, the criteria. And with that, we're able to help analyze individual deals. But you can certainly pick up the information from these podcasts and some of our past webinars as well. And then even in a soft decreasing market, there are deals to be had. Just proceed with caution. So what are the signs, some of the signs of a softening market? 
Here's several of them for you to watch for in your market. Are the days on market increasing? That is definitely a sign. Um, Even in this market that we're in here in Florida, we're seeing more discernment with people buying properties. It used to be where you could put almost anything on the market, even if it had issues and it was going under contract that day or in the next you know, few days. Now we're seeing a more discerning buyer where properties that are solid, they are going under contract right away. Matter of fact, we are going scheduled to look at a property this morning. It was something we saw over the weekend. We just got over the holiday weekend when I'm recording this Thanksgiving holiday. And Levi, being a real estate agent here, reached out and the agent said, hey, we've already got a verbal offer and agreement on a price. And you know what? People find decent properties fast. So, uh, but those ones that are maybe not attractive to everyone can be your and my's opportunity. Also, you'll see in this market that there are less offers. You will see less traffic for listings and open house uh People really weren't even doing open houses, but now you'll see open houses, something to try to to drive traffic in, capture some attention. You'll see more credit offered to buyers. I saw this for the first time in this market for a long time. We're going to look at another property that is on the canal and I was reading the listing and they were offering like a $25,000 seller concession. And so those are opportunities to press into. There's more price reductions compared to what we are seeing. The listings are priced lower than the previous sales prices. That's in a declining market. And an increase in the housing inventory. So if you're seeing a lot more properties on the market, how can I explain this to you? It's it's time on market, but it's for the market. So what I mean by that is the supply used to be maybe a 10-day supply or in some markets, a 30-day supply. But what we're starting to see in markets that are softening is they might have a three-month supply. In some markets that are really tanking right now, you might see a six-month supply. And that means that there's enough homes on the market based on demand and sales that someone looking for a house, there would be three to six months of supply that's sitting for sale right now in the market. So those are all signs of a softening market. But for you and I as an investor, those are opportunities that we want to leverage during this time. So one of the things you always need to do, whether you're in a softening market or not, is to keep abreast of market changes. Here are some things that are happening really in any market that you want to be aware of, but in particular, when you want to discern what properties you're buying with a high interest rate environment, you want to make sure you're aware of these things. Laws and regulations change. One of the examples of this is with vacation rentals. Denver, for example, just put a stop on having any more vacation rentals coming into the community. You know, that's something that if you're looking at buying vacation rentals, you want to be aware of in a market, right? Tax laws can change with different government administration changes. Real estate is typically, and I'm sure going to continue to be one of those 
main shelters that people can go into to help reduce their tax liability. But within that, you want to have a good CPA that knows real estate and is very on top of laws and regulation changes so that you are able to learn about them when you're buying, but also just be aware when you're filing that you're on top of those. There can be local markets that run different from the norm. We are certainly in one of those where I am today. And I don't want to just apply what I'm hearing in the market to this market because not everything works like it does in the overall trends. And then develop your real estate knowledge because education is key. And so congratulations, you are already doing that and listening to this podcast. So we just identified the keys to pay attention to in a softening market and to identify a softening market. And next, I'm going to go into some information on new home construction. This is really interesting. Going back to the 2008 to 2012 span where the real estate market really took a dive. And I think you could say we were in a recession during that time. We saw a real softening in the market and a halt basically to new construction. And that has really impacted a lot of what we were seeing in the real estate market these past few years. It was the lowest time since I think the depression, if I recall correctly, of new home construction. And so we were wondering, or one of the questions I had is like, why is there such a tightness in supply? We knew that the interest rates were really favorable, but why was, is there no properties, not enough properties on the market for people that want to buy? And Billy pulled up this slide that showed how much of that was due to the lack of new construction. And uh, so that started to gear back up just a couple years ago. And now it actually is 29% of the listings that are on MLS across the U.S. It was down to as low as 5%. So as the new construction is starting to gear up, the potential opportunity with that is there are people now with the interest rates going up. Well, first of all, let me step back. There were supply chain issues. So people that had contracted for a new construction where were finding themselves where the house was taking months longer because they couldn't get the sheetrock. They couldn't get, you know, a lot of the supplies and that drove the prices up as well. So there's some people that they had locked into a new construction price with the prices going up on supplies the builder had to raise the price and then they may be no longer qualified. Well, now with the interest rates going up, even people that qualified at the buy level, they're not qualifying because the interest rates are too high and their payments went up significantly from when they were looking at the new construction. So for you and I as an investor, it really opens up the possibility of being able to pick up new construction as investment properties at a good price because there is a lot that are sitting on the market that are kind of caught in this situation. So um, anyway, that's just a little tip for you is to take a look at new construction in your area. All right, the final thing that we're going to cover today is we are going to cover how rentals in this market, 
is really a powerful investment tool for you. A lot of people are getting out of the stock market. Um, If you've been looking at your 401k balance or your stock portfolio balance, I think a lot of you are seeing a dip in value. And uh, this really was interesting. We were talking to Billy and Becky the other day and they were talking to a billionaire and they were just asking him, so what are you doing, you know, in this market? And he was said that he is moving his investments into hard assets in this market and hard assets are real estate. I personally like real estate because I like to, you know, design things and I like to have homes and I like to have something, my investments that I can actually walk into. But I also like that you have control over your real estate investment. There are great stocks and we have Wealth Builders Investments. Chad Franson is just amazing. And he is just so smart with the market. And we encourage you definitely to have balance. And uh, we're not against stock and investing in the market at all. We just know you have to know what you're doing and you have to be in a position that you've got some guidance on it. But when people are looking at hard assets, I like that I have control over the property. I like that I can make it look beautiful. I like that I can choose the market that I'm buying in. And with stocks, you really don't have a say in the leadership or how that company is run. So if you're like me and you like to have a little more control over your investments, this is a great time for real estate. And rental uh, prices are going to be going up. Vacation rentals continue to go strong. We are looking, I saw a graph the other day that shows that vacation rentals are expected to be a $104 billion market in 2028. It was about a $5 billion industry maybe at five years ago. So that just tells you what the growth is in the vacation rental market. So is now the time to add a rental property to your investment portfolio? Experts say yes. Why is that? Despite the rise in interest rates this year, there's strong demand for long-term rental properties and vacation rentals. Plus, slightly dipping real estate prices and slowing sales are making it easier for would-be landlords to buy rentals. The pullback in stocks and bonds is also encouraging investors to seek returns elsewhere. Plus, with low unemployment and wage increases, qualified renters are abundant. And that is from a quote in Zillow. Now, there is some competition. Uh, Just be aware that, that investors, there's other investors that are even in large corporations, are seeing this opportunity. And so when you study people that have been in, in, uh, you know, in this for a while that are seasoned investors like, like Billy and the team, Frank, Mike, Dan Dyer, Bill Bronchek, there are people that are seeing the opportunity, but now you are one of those people. So you want to be smart. As we say, you want to know what the guidelines are, but as we go into this, people that we're looking perhaps at buying a property or being able to purchase their their uh, primary dwelling or first-time home buyers have been knocked out of the market because of interest rates, which is driving up the demand for rentals.
So a bargain property is a property that is purchased for less than market value that you can do something with and make a profit. So these are either short-term or long-term rentals. Billy has a great quote and there's a lot of wisdom packed in it. And he says, you make money when you buy, not when you're, well, not when you sell. And what he means by that is if you overpay for a property, <laughs> you are when you sell, right? You're not going to be able to get the money out of that property. But if you go in and you purchase a property right, you are positioning yourself for cash flow. You're positioning yourself for being able to uh, increase the value with appreciation. And the cash flow is what's going to carry you through the ups and downs of the market. So what are short-term options in this uh, market for bargain properties? You can look for wholesale properties. Uh, this is a process. We have a whole teaching on it that Bill Bronchek teaches on and actually Dan Dyer has taught on it as well. And you can learn more about that. Go to Wealth Builders University, which is wbuniversity.online and subscribe to that to get some information on it. Wholesaling is when you go out and find an off-market property you buy it or you sign for it. And before it closes, you actually have a contract to sell to someone else. And then you make the money in the gap. This is a great time to look for off-market properties. I just learned one of the investors that are in this same town, he's got some great multifamily dwellings, does a super job. We found out that he just purchased a large uh, apartment unit less than a block away from one of our properties, which we're thrilled about because we see what he does. He cleans them up. He brings in some green spaces, the the values. He raises the value of not only his property, but the properties around him. We just found out that he purchased uh, this apartment, three, I think maybe five buildings in this complex. Um, and you know what? It never hit the market. And that's what is happening right now. There are people that might be willing to sell. There are people that just don't want to go through the process of listing it uh, or they're concerned about listing it because of the market. So seek out those opportunities in that situation. Find out who owns the complex that you are interested in or just look around and Frank calls this uh driving for dollars. So him and his wife, Becky, what they would do is they drive around and if they saw a property that looks like it might've been abandoned, not being taken care of, something happened uh, with that property, they would go and knock on the door and sometimes the owner would answer and they'd have a conversation. Are you interested in selling? Or they, if they didn't answer, they would put a post-it note on and say, um, you know, we want to talk to you about your house or your property give us a call, Frank and Becky, and they'd leave their cell phone. Well, that opened up the door to conversations and they even purchased properties just from driving around and just saying, hey, let's find out what's happening here. And that's how you can locate off-market deals and wholesale deals. One of the things that Levi did the other day as he was driving around and he noticed that there is an estate sale sign. So he drove up to that estate sale and he talked to the people that were running it. And it was a mom and her son and the mom's dad had just passed away and they had inherited that property. So it opened up the conversation to the potential of what would this look like if we purchased it before it hit the market? 
those are opportunities in the short term that you can uh, definitely make money when you buy, right? And in the case of the wholesale, also if you did a quick sell. Another short-term opportunity that would work in this same scenario are fix and flips. I love doing fix and flips. Billy says one way to really position yourself well for the real estate designation and for cash flow is to do a flip uh, for every two or three buy and holds, or if you turn them into vacation rentals. Now with the interest rates going up with the potential market softening, you need to be very careful when you go into a flip in this market. The reason is if you go in and you buy when the market is maybe at a high level and it's in it's beginning to soften when your flip is done in 3 months or in 6 months you could really get caught with that market fluctuation wanting to sell if you're in a softened market we actually had one of our uh, coaching clients past coaching clients get caught in that a little bit they were still able to do well but you just have to be very careful i can't go into that in detail i don't have time today but I did do a recent webinar that you can go and listen to. Actually, it's a video now that I think about it on Billy Epperhart's, the YouTube channel, Billy Epperhart. And I go into the law of 70. I go into how the rule of 70. I go into how you can analyze a fix and flip. And uh, what you want to remember there is you want to also add in there, excuse me, a potential drop in the market. So what you do is you look at the property from an ARV after repair value perspective, you get your costs in there for improvements, get your closing costs in there, your holding costs. And then we also, what we call bake in a percentage based on our market of where the market could go uh, if it would soften. And then we come up with, we back into the purchase price. So again, I go into details on that. I think there is a great opportunity for fix and flips if you know what you're doing. And then that is short term where when you sell it, you actually get the cash back out on that. So short term, and now here's the long term, the buy and holds. And I covered those in the opportunities. Um, There's lease option that I think is going to be really strong right now. Dan Dyer does a lot of these in his market in Indiana. And this is where you have people that maybe they've been knocked out of first time home buying, but you purchase the home, you do a lease to buy situation. You have an agreed upon price that works for you. Uh, would work for them. And uh, there's a lot of benefits to that. And it gives people the opportunity to step into home ownership while you as an investor have a lot of potential for upside on that. Uh, And you are able to come to an agreement that would give them a pathway for home ownership. Creative financing, lots of opportunities there. People are getting out of the market and looking for a return. So they would might be interested in doing some private financing. Um, and these are all great strategies and they're in the current market. So short-term and long-term opportunities uh, with the bargain properties. And again, great opportunity to get into real estate investing being careful with being aware of what's happening in the market, but ways for you to get in and make some money 
while a lot of people during this holiday season are stepping back. So I hope this was helpful for you, got you excited about real estate. I do want to share with you that we've got the Big Wealth Builders Conference that's coming up in February, February 16th through the 19th. It's in Denver, Colorado. It's also available online. And so to learn more about that, we would love to have you there. It's really going to be an exciting time. Go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. We love and appreciate you. Make it a great rest of the day and God bless you. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exists to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.